0: Hi everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Ethicast. I'm your host, Bill Coffin. Our guest today is Christina Wan, Leader Learning Center within the Legal Compliance and Corporate Affairs Department of Workday, an on-demand financial management and human capital management software vendor headquartered in Pleasanton, California. At Workday, Christina is known for her ability to weave her natural love for storytelling into her work, as a way to drive employee engagement with Workday's ethics and compliance program, which by the way, has earned Workday three time world's most ethical companies honors. We're gonna talk with Christina today about the power of storytelling and why it's worth harnessing for ethics and compliance. Christina, thanks for joining us.
1: Hi Bill, thanks so much for having me. Really excited to be here.
0: One of the most interesting things about ethics and compliance is how everybody in this field has a really interesting backstory. So can you share with us a quick overview of your professional journey so far?
1: Yes, I would love to. Thanks so much, Bill. So I began my career at the Justice Department in Washington, D.C. I was straight out of college and in an honors program that sort of slotted uh, young people into positions. And I was working at the Antitrust Division as well as the FCPA, the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act. Uh, Section. And um, from there, I moved on to work for the in house ethics and compliance teams at a couple of big companies, Volkswagen and Discovery. And so, with all that experience, I kind of got both sides of the table, right? The regulatory side and then the in house side. And all of that brought me to Workday four years ago, where I've been ever since then um, originally in an ethics and compliance role. And now I'm in sort of a broader learning role that serves my department, Legal, Compliance, and Corporate Affairs. And anyone you know, or anyone I know at Workday will tell you, I love my job. Um, I really see it as the conduit between sort of topics that can be more like dry or complex or hard to understand. And it's my job to make it more engaging and interesting and maybe even fun for um, employees.
0: You describe yourself as a storyteller. Uh, and that's a term that gets used an awful lot today because it's such an important skill, and it means different things to different people. So when you say you're you are a storyteller, what does that mean to you? And more importantly, why does storytelling matter so much in the ethics and compliance space?
1: Yeah, that's such a great question, Bill. Um, I love that. I would say, so for <laughs> I would say if like for anyone who knows me, there's nothing I love more than a great story. You know, I'm a huge reader, as you know. I love asking people about their personal life journeys. Um, Bill, you've been on the other end of that recently. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think most importantly, I love creating my own stories and um, taking a message and taking an audience and crafting the perfect way to connect the two together. Um, I think, you know, a compelling narrative can just be so powerful. You know, you can educate, you can build relationships you can influence outcomes, Um, you can make people feel good. And um, all of those can be very useful in the ethics and compliance world, which at the end of the day, um, it's taking the key components of the ethics and compliance messaging and bringing it to employees in a way that can be more engaging, more interesting, and um, kind of creating a story around that topic.
0: So, how do you incorporate storytelling into what you do at workday? And on the flip side of that question, why is the workday employee community such a good audience for the kind of storytelling you like to bring to bring to bear?
1: Yeah, Bill. I would say there's there's actually two audiences that I've been thinking of during my time at Workday. So the first audience is definitely our employee population. We have 18,000 employees all around the world in all different regions and cultures and backgrounds and and work roles. And um, I think the big takeaway that I want all employees to have is that our integrity core value is really what drives our success at the end of the day, Um, doing the right thing. Playing by the rules, you know, being transparent and honest in our products, um, caring for our employees and our customers, and contributing to our community. I think all of those are pillars of our success and really have been since day one. And then on the other side of that coin is um, our customer community mm-hmm. and that audience. And um, I think the message that I would want customers to take away is that Workday is a company that you can trust. You know, you can trust us with your data. You can trust that our systems are developed, you know, ethically and responsibly. Um, you can trust that we operate our business with just the highest levels of integrity. And I think here's where the world's most ethical company award comes in. We're, as you know, evaluated by a neutral third party Ethisphere, and um evaluated with the most rigorous standards. And we've passed that bar, you know, not once, but time and time again. And I think that's just one of the many ways that we demonstrate to customers that Workday is a company you can trust.
0: You recently wrote a really cool resource called A Beginner's Guide to Code of Conduct Training. Uh, I've read it, I really quite enjoyed it. That was a really, really great uh, production. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Yeah, so I I guess what I would love to know is if you can talk about how you develop this, and specifically, um, you know what were you solving for when you decided to create this resource, and what would you say differentiates this particular uh, you no know, book from other code of conduct manuals and resources that are out there?
1: It all began a couple of years ago when I had the pleasure of being a part of the Atmosphere and Athena collaboration on learning and training effectiveness. It was a working group with professionals in learning and compliance from various different industries. And it was a great community. And the ultimate goal was to determine um, how to effectively measure the ROI of any learning initiative. Um, And then from that group that Ethisphere put together, um, it was really a kind of growing of relationships. So my contact at Ethisphere at the time connected me with various people who were interested in doing code of conduct training at their companies. But didn't quite know where to start, you know. Didn't quite know, you know, how to best position themselves for success, um, and you know, had a lot of the same questions that I had when I was starting off in my career path um, at Workday and at other companies. And and so what I was doing at the time was just getting on Zoom calls and chatting with people for thirty minutes or an hour about these topics, and um, I think we both sides would walk away with some great knowledge gained. But then I also remember that I was frequently sort of visiting the Bella hub of resources that at puts together and yeah. relying on so much of that content to enable me in my role. So I thought, you know, if I'm being sought out to have these conversations and I'm kind of drawing from the well of at resources, it might be time for me to sort of pay it forward and contribute my own content and create. Um, a piece that could be helpful to people who were who are in my shoes at different companies and in different industries. And I think the piece is written in a way that's applicable to, you know, different sizes of companies, different industries that you operate in, um, different, you know, budgets and sets of resources that you may have available to you. So I think it can be pretty versatile. It was really fun for me to write. I um, I love writing. I find it to be very cathartic and peaceful and um i actually i mean it's 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 a long piece and you know there are many different components to it but i wrote the whole thing on airplanes and in airports actually (laughs) this summer i was doing a little bit of traveling and um it was a great way for me to kind of get in the zone for a chunk of time and um lean in for a few hours at a time and just um just pound it out and you know i would say that for um I think when I started in the industry I didn't find anything like this at least not to this level of granularity and um because of that I learned by trial and error and lots of error I will say um and I would ask questions you know I would try different things out I would explore new paths and make decisions just based on the information that I had at the time you know to varying degrees of success and I think if there's a lesson that I learned that can be useful to someone else at another company, mm-hmm. like I would then then just writing this whole article, it was worth it. You know, if, mm-hmm. if someone somewhere else can take a lesson about, you know, how to um, take a more creative approach or um, mm-hmm. save some money or choose the right vendor to work with mm-hmm. or, um, you know, incorporate uh, leadership at different stages of the process, you know, whatever it is, if it's helpful to one other person, then it was worth the effort.
0: When you say that you really enjoy writing, I I got that when I was reading. I'm very fascinated by just you know the way, the tone in which you wrote it and how much it kind of elevated the effectiveness of the piece. So I'd love to learn a little bit more about your voice as you write in terms of, you know, as you're writing, as you're expressing yourself as, as a trainer, as an ethics compliance leader, the way you write is very person to person. So can you, can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Oh, absolutely. This is such a great follow-up question, Bill. Um, I'm actually going to quote, you know, a book that I loved in my childhood, The Catcher in the Rye, which I'm sure is familiar to you and to many other audience members. Sure. The Character Holden says, um, you know, every time I read a book, I know it's a good book if I want to call up the author afterwards and just have a conversation with them. And that's that to me is what, is what makes a great book. And um, I mean, I said earlier, I love reading and I've read, I've read a variety of different kinds of books. And um, I often think about that line from Holden when I finish reading a book, like sometimes I would love to have a conversation with the author about, you know, how they came to this, how they came to this topic, how they did the research, you know, how they created this world that really captivates the reader and um, drew me in personally, bringing that same mentality where you sort of imagine your audience and think about what they would want to learn from you and um, what what lessons they could take away Mm -hmm. and then communicate that in the most human personable way possible you know I think in this industry we've all read things that are bogged down by legalese or um, just not not clear and straightforward in a way as it could be and um, this is I wanted to be as much. I wanted this uh, document to be as much of a departure from that as possible. So I tried to just bring my regular speaking voice, um, which I use all the time when I communicate with our employee population. Mm-hmm. You know the average employee at any company is not an expert at all in um, in ethics and compliance topics, and it's not their job to be. It's our job mm-hmm. to take that content and bring it to them in a way that's approachable and manageable and clear. Mm -hmm. And that's the, when you talk about voice, that's the voice that I like to bring to anything that I write.
0: I want to give you congratulations on uh, the recently completed Workday Rising annual conference. Uh, This is a very big event, very big deal, a lot goes into it. But for those who don't attend it, can you describe what Workday Rising is and your participation in it, because um, I understand that Workday's trophy for the 2023 World's Most Ethical Companies was somehow involved, maybe?
1: Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for your good wishes. Yes, Workday Rising is our biggest customer event of the year. And um, it's held every year for kind of this growing number of um, customers, prospective customers as well, um, partners, vendors, etc., and just members of our greater community. And um, this year it was held at the Moscone Center in San Francisco, California, very close to our workday headquartered. And um, we had about 15,000 attendees total. So I attended for the first time this year, so it was a, um, it was all new to me. And um, it really brought the magic of workday to life. Workday as a company and as a product, like enables thousands of customers around the world every day. And to see those customers all congregate and um, bring their you know, passion and their curiosity and their, their questions and their the challenges that they've faced and the solutions that they've come up with and um, are eager to share with others, it's a special experience. For the first time this year at Rising, um, Workday's Chief Integrity and Compliance Officer, Chris Fedro, she and I hosted two events together. And both of those events were geared towards celebrating what we're calling Workday's ethical ecosystem, because Workday as a company, we don't operate in a vacuum. You know, we're paired up with partners and customers and vendors from all over the world, all of whom we hold to the highest standards of integrity. And I would note more than 50 of those other companies are also fellow honorees of the World's Most Ethical Company Award. And that was the foundation for um, one of our events, which is a breakfast event celebrating the fellow honorees of the World's Most Ethical Company Award. We invited everyone who was attending Rising, who was from one of the honoree companies for 2023. And we had a great turnout. We um we had what we were what we called integrity reflection cards as the main activity. Those cards asked every attendee, you know, what does integrity mean to you? what does integrity mean to your company yeah. and how does Workday as a company enable you to act with integrity? And we just got, built the most kind of intentional and thoughtful and thorough answers to these questions. And um, it gave us sort of new insight into how we can do our work better so that we can enable our customers to their maximum potential, especially around topics of integrity and compliance, We had a lot of fun. We had our World's Most Ethical Company trophy on display, and we had like a Polaroid photo shoot with the trophy, with the reflection cards. And we also had some great swag that we printed with our World's Most Ethical Company logo. And um, this year we chose Cotopexy Backpacks. Cotopexy is an outdoors brand with a focus on sustainability, um, which goes right in hand with Workday's um, ESG initiatives. And um, because no two backpacks are identical, because because they're all sort of made from scraps of other projects, wow. um, it was a great way to sort of draw the eye in and have a great visual um, uh, experience as well at the event. We hosted a second event. It was very similar, except that it was open to anyone who was attending Rising. So not necessarily um, anyone who had ever heard of Episphere before or anyone who had heard of the world's most ethical company award, but it was a great way to connect on this topic of integrity and demonstrate to them that, you know, because Workday is a, you know, three-time winner of the world's most ethical company award, that we are a company that you can trust, which is the message that we always want everyone to take away. And then also to get them thinking about, core value of integrity and what it means to them and what it means to their company and we had a very similar um level of engagement um great reflections great insights and i think what i was really excited about is that people walked away thinking about you know integrity and ethics Mm -hmm. differently after having attended these events so was very happy to do that we also had of course on our expo um hall floor We had uh, our compliance and trust booth, which is a mainstay of the Rising event, and um, that booth had, you know, in large font written across the top, you know, one of the honorees of the World's Most Ethical Company Award, and we also had a photo wall from the 50 companies that are also honorees of the World's Mm -hmm. Most Ethical Company Award who are also attending Rising. Um, we had a photo wall that displayed those company logos in full force and, um, it, and the, at the top, it said, we're in good company, which is really the bottom line of all this, you know, the ethical ecosystem that we're operating in.
0: Where should people go to learn more about the work that you're doing at Workday?
1: Chris Fedro, the Workday's chief integrity and compliance officer. Chris has written a fantastic blog post for the past few years, on every time that we, Workday has been honored with the world's most ethical companies award. And um, it's available on the Workday blog this year. I think it's called like, Harnessing the Power of Ethics and Integrity for Technology Excellence. And she and I always sort of collaborate on these blog posts together. And it really gets the message across of what this award has meant to Workday. And um, it dives into various aspects of that. So love that. And then the last place that I would direct people to is just. I would love to hear from anyone who is, you know, working on these same topics, um, or facing similar challenges or issues, or kind of coming up with solutions in a creative way. Bill, I will talk to, like, I love talking, I love great conversations that come out of our industry. Um, I love, um, you know, the connections that I've made through Ethisphere and through the ethics and compliance world. And, um, you know, I welcome anyone to reach out. And you can reach me at Christina, period one at workday.com.
0: Fantastic. Well, Christina, it's been terrific to talk with you today. Thank you so much for coming on the show and to share all the wonderful things you're working on at Workday. Thanks so much for joining us.
1: Thank you. This was such a fun conversation.
0: I'm Bill Coffin, and this has been the Ethicast. For more episodes, please visit the Ethosphere YouTube channel at youtube.com slash And if this is your first time enjoying the show, please make sure to like and subscribe either on YouTube or on our podcasting platforms at Apple, Spotify, Google, and Amazon Music. Thanks so much for joining us. And until next time, remember, strong ethics is good business.